News 13 wishes anyone who is not participating in this year's purge a safe evening. And for those releasing the beast, successful cleanse. Good luck. It's an unwritten purge rule, Sergeant. Don't save lives. Tonight we take lives. Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor, someone involved that made the film worth watching, and the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed our first episode back in six weeks, uh, interview with actor and one of the nicest bad guys ever, Jasper Cole. We talked Jason Takes Manhattan. Yet another person that we've interviewed. I think that's five that worked on Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, just working with D. Wallace, him knowing Susie, uh, Lanier Bramlett, former guest. So much more. What a great chat. And the 1-800-CONTACTS commercial. The fact that a bird almost bit his eye off and he can laugh about it. <laughs> laugh about it. <laughs> but before we talk about the sequel that he was in, where his scene got cut from the movie, but his uh, breakdown of it, and when you see what was happening during that scene, you could guess how crazy it was uh, in The Purge Anarchy. Before I talk about this movie that I absolutely loved, and if you're watching on video, you'll see the shirt I'm wearing, but if you're not, I'll tell you, it's a Death Wish 3 shirt of Charles Bronson because that's the vibes that Frank Grillo gives me. But uh, I got to introduce you to my partner in the sequel-watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm okay, Doug. How are you doing? Good. It's good to be back doing this, man. It's been two months, and uh, I got to say, like, just to be a real little, not somber, but, like, uh, you've been very good through everything that's going on, like, reaching out about my son and uh, and you and, and, and so many people that I don't even know, like, on Twitter and stuff and people that listen, so... He's doing good, and I'm so happy that we're back doing this. It's been two months since we recorded. You know that was a nice way to start it because I was going to come in a little hard on this movie, wow. but now, but now I have to, you know, to say thank you. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm super glad that your son is doing well, and uh, you know, it's good to be back. Good, good. However, I wish we came back with a different kind of movie. I, I love Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo is awesome in this movie, but I'm. The movie's okay. Oh, I, the movie. Yes, I, I'm. I, I'll agree. The movie is okay. okay. Like, but okay. what I can say is the thing that I don't understand, and I wish Frank Grillo was born 20 years before because he would have been a canon superstar or like any oh. of those like 80s, 90s. He would have been in all those movies. It's really crappy when you look at his IMDb. I know he's been in a, gr- a lot of great movies, but he should be this role. All the time. Well, he's always that side guy. Like he's never like owned the movie, and he co- easily could have. He could have been any of those, you know, action stars of the eighties, nineties. Um, so I again, he was a great part of this movie. However, you know, I saw the first Purge. You know, it was good, a different kind of concept. But to me, the one I hated the whole storyline of this one. I, I did not like it, and. I don't think there were really outside of Frank Grillo and maybe the grandfather. There weren't any nice I, I, characters that I cared about. The characters were all annoying. I like Carmen Elijah, Ava uh, from uh, she was on the judge. She was a love interest on the judge. Right. Yeah. I, I, but yeah, but here's the thing. So they, they literally know Frank Grillo's character for maybe half hour. 
and they act like they know him that they're trying to tell him that he's a better person than what he wants to do. Like, you know, like they, I just, it, there's like the way the daughter talks to him and I just, the, the couple that's always arguing, I, I just, they're really not likable to me. And, um, I have a problem with the purge itself Ooh. and yeah, well, here's my thing. So obviously everybody knows what the purge is about. The, 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 the main story of what the purge is. Um, and if you don't know, it's, I guess it's considered a holiday. It is a is holiday. It, is that- yeah. For 12 hours, there's amnesty. There's no rules and murder is legal. Okay. So with that being said, when it snows, people don't leave the house. When it is like a torrential downpour, people don't leave the house. So a day that the purge is going to happen, why are people out? Why are people out and about? Like, how about sick day that day? Stay home, call in sick, whatever it is. No, people are out and about like, you know, like, all right, you know, there's going to be murder in about an hour, but let's like, let's do like last minute food shop. <laughs> I would not even be close to it, but no, we worked for a company that would probably made us come in. <laughs> that is, that is true. I mean, we, we don't have to name names. No, but we yeah. won't name names, but no, that, that's what was funny too. Like, why was anybody on the street at all? Or, at all. Like, oh dude. So we'll, we can get right into it because it really happens really quick. What, is this a national holiday or is it just it's a, a national like a holiday? No, no, it's national. Okay. It's okay, the new so founding that. fathers. They did it to basically get rid of poor people. So there's no people that are on food stamps. They could save money based on that and not have to pay for Medicaid and stuff like that. Okay. So before you go any further, so, okay. So if that's the case and clearly only psychopaths are out at night doing the purge, yes. wouldn't it get less and less people each year? Oh, I would think like so. At a, yeah. And so at a certain point, you're going to have like 10 people left because everybody's killing each other. So how can they possibly keep going on with this purge? Because if you're just, you have 12 hours to just, and everybody's out, all the crazy people are out there. You're not going to have that many people left at the end of the night. Exactly. And I have a better question. I was going to ask you later, but you kind of like uh, mentioned it now. Like, where do people find their purge groups? In this movie, we saw a bus, like in the montage scene, a bus of men in like these weird costumes, weird costumes, uh, just shooting out of bus windows at people. So like, where do you find these people online? Well, this movie has, so I, I know you, you think of a Charles Bronson movie. I, I see it as more of a warriors kind of movie oh, where yeah. that Frank Grillo and his group are just on the run from everybody and kind of Mad Max. Like they had the, you know, the bus with the crazy people and everything else. But okay. So this is a purge purge that you're in these groups. Would you trust anyone in your group? That no. literally they feel right. So why would you even want to be in a group? Yeah, I think you know what it made this movie more interesting. I think if again, that's that's what I was asking about the per, like groups, like why, how are people meeting up? If there was like some kind of like incentive for your body count, I don't know how you'd like maybe take a picture next to the body or something, but th- there must have been some like because here's a scene that freaks me out, and I, I think I might have the clip, but it doesn't matter. But the f- scariest part of this whole movie to me. Is not like the the truck that opens the back with the machine gun, which is scary as shit. Wait, that has has a butcher in the back of the. the yeah, why is he guy? wearing that? He's not chopping people up. I don't understand what he's doing. And where do they get the high tech stuff? Well, because it was very high tech. Well, that's in from there. the government. They work for the government. Those guys. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, all right. Never you mind. mean not uh, not Josh Brolin? <laughs> that's what he looked like. No, <laughs> the scariest was the guy that you saw. Almost, he wasn't whistling, but he should have been. When the purge first started, he walks out of his door 
And he's just like casually walking to start snipering people from a rooftop. That's scary yeah, as shit. Yeah. That I, I, I think the masks were pretty creepy. Yeah, you know, like the the guy the guy just walking in the street with a machete, swinging it back and forth. Like I mean, I mean, you know, it, I think it had a lot of things that could have went well. And then the, I mean, it's not really a twist, but the whole thing at the end I didn't like. You know, the concept of what the the government was doing with all the rich people. Oh, like I, yeah. didn't, I didn't. It, it kind of changed them. Like I like the fact that they were on the run in the streets, you know, and he's taking care, like the gangs going after them. That was cool. The the second part of the movie, uh, yeah, I didn't like the idea of it. I just liked again, like when it comes to these movies, it's not like when we watch a movie like Tango and Cash or Cobra, we're like, you know what? This is so great that they put them in this predicament. Yeah. But I like the predicament from this movie at the end because. Frank Grillo in that scene, I think, is so great. He's like an over-the-top action star. But let let's take it from the top. Okay. So this is I never knew this was like a Blumhouse movie, and Universal did this movie. So like this movie had a probably a a pretty decent budget. So there's obviously a ton of extras that are in the movie, and the setting is is pretty good. But so you get right in the beginning of the movie talking about like bosses like who don't care. How about the freaking owner of the diner? You have Carmen Alagio, and you had to have her friend that we find out later how like horny she oh. is, right? That sort. <laughs> she says to Ava, "She goes, I wish she was sniffing up my ass." It's like, wow. Well, the fact that she was all over Frank Grillo later on, oh. you know, and then and then, well, we'll get to what yeah, she yeah. does later on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but again, like, do you really have to work the day of the purge? Like, I mean, like, it doesn't make sense. And, like, she's walking home, right? Like, she, she was walking home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that doesn't make sense. Like, it just, like, why take that chance that for whatever reason that you you, you don't make it home or whatever? Like, I don't. And it seems that everybody just you puts up boards that absolutely don't work. Oh, I know. Because everybody got, everybody got into every building that they needed to get into. <laughs> like, so, I mean, you know, except for the one house that had, like, you know, the rich house that had, I guess, a, a electric metal oh the windows rich guy down. The, yeah at the end of the movie yeah 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 so uh, but outside of that why even bother like this is a, what the third year of the purge this is or no this was so i don't know what year the first movie was set in this one's set in 2023 and i i told you i started watching the the next one after this that one's set like 12 years later and frank Grillo looks the same kind of weird but that movie has a pretty good cast <laughs> but no so i think the end of the movie and people listening can quote me i guess but i think that's a throwback to the first one because that's the whole concept of the first one that uh ethan hawk and his wife they design or ethan hawk designs like the home security equipment so that's why i guess people are going after him in the first movie but that's what the security equipment looked like in the first one the one at the end so maybe it's that i don't know that sounds like a reach it is a reach. so you're saying that he reach he's around. supposed to be like it, Whoa! I think you watched the wrong movie. I did. <laughs> this. Oh no! I watched the Splurge. <laughs> well, so so you're saying that that's supposed to be Ethan Hawke or just the guy? No, no, no. It's not that it's Ethan Ethan Hawke. Just the the way the the equipment was the the home security, eh. but it was different. Nobody else eh. had that. Like nobody else had that throughout the whole movie. Well, because the whole movie they weren't going into the rich neighborhoods. They were in the Basically, the ghettos the whole they time. Were, yeah. 
So, I mean, which which wouldn't make sense because if I'm going to purge, if I'm going to purge, and not that I'm for it and I wouldn't do it, I would only go to the rich areas, right? Maybe, you know, you you do a little murder, you steal some jewelry. Yeah, why not? You know. It's legal. I mean, it, that's what I mean. So, like, why would you focus just on, like, people have nothing? Because that's what it seemed like they were doing. Yeah, and another thing that made no sense to me was, so, the for 12 hours, it's not legal, right? Like you, you can't get in trouble. Well, it is legal. I mean, so you, you don't get in trouble for anything. What about the people that are doing it beforehand and like messing with people or like cutting their brake line? Could they get arrested before this whole thing started? Or are you liable afterwards? Well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You know what? I didn't even think about that. Right. I guess if you get, I mean, yeah. I mean, cause well, they did say crime was down. Um, they said, what did they say? They had like a whole list of everything that like, works because of the purge yeah. so yeah so i wonder if they got caught what would happen like what's what's the what's the punishment and you know what i didn't see one cop the whole movie anyway well should the cops be out or they're home too wait you wait you want to be a cop out no i don't want to be a cop but i'm saying in the movie for like we didn't see yeah. one cop we saw obviously the well, military the movie, because the movie takes place during the purge who wants to be out there outside of besides psychos and people that want to drive around during the purge i know and I, you know, if you are that kind of person that wants to go out there during the purge, would you just run out there and start yelling and just shooting anywhere? Like they had a few people that really had no plan. They just really just like as soon as they 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 hear the siren go off, they're just running around trying to find people, like making themselves such an easy target because they just got they died right away. There was like a guy right at the beginning that died. A woman, I think, right away died right away. You know, it's just it's funny. Like I would think I would have a plan. Like if I'm gonna purge, I think I would do a sniping thing. I think I'd play it safe and just go somewhere where they lock the roof. Door. No one can get up there no. and just, you know, start picking people up. No. And then th- I think this, again, just that so you said that, like a couple people die right away. So like, I don't get the, like, that's why I think there should be incentive. So all these people on the bus are on their same team. Then the two guys that are on the street with the guns, they hold their guns up to other people purging. And then the back of that truck and they get shot with like a, a, a big machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i mean like there was no plan they were just ridiculous yeah. <laughs> i did i did kind of enjoy the the guy roasting people on the street and we, again so many of these people didn't come back even the cop that was hitting on uh ava at the at the diner he's been in a bunch of stuff like he was like a cop on pretty little liars like in a main role like around this t- same time that this movie was out but you watch pretty little liars it's pretty good no, it's a really good, pretty good mystery. Pretty, okay. pretty good. And the new one's actually okay. pretty good. It's like a, it's a high school girls show. Really? Come on. I liked it. I saw right. Lucy Allen concert and she was like, because she's a country singer. There was like 30 people. It's pretty cool. <laughs> we were doing the podcast. I would have been like, hey, can I interview you? Mm-hmm. But we were not. But uh, so no, you had this one guy in the street like roasting people, and I'm like, oh, this guy's gonna be back later because he was kind of funny. He went to the one guy, he's like, yeah. oh man, you should just use your hand, sir. And he's like hitting on Ava, <laughs> which that was another creepy thing. Was all the men in this movie went to the women, like, hey, I'll protect you tonight. That was like the pickup line. Hey, I'll save you during the purge, baby. And that guy does look like he's in every movie in the gang, like the gang movie. The one that lived in an apartment. Yeah. He's in every, he plays a gang member in every movie. Fast and the, from Fast and the Furious to any yep. movie that has that character, he plays it. And, but in this one, he does. He almost seems like 
like obviously he's drunk in the later scene, but it almost seems like he's like possessed. He's acting like really different. He's just well, he's he's probably high. I mean, he, he you know he, he looked like he definitely is on something, you know. And I mean, he's creepy as anything, you know. Yeah. So like you listen, you knew you weren't going to see the last of him when you first saw him when he's hitting on her the minute she walked into the building. Yeah, you know, so creepy, very creepy, right? it, it, very creepy. So you mentioned the annoying couple before. At first, I thought they were brother and sister. That would have been a more interesting because they were very ominous about like what their relationship was, and then finally, like the third cut to to them because this movie did a lot like movie A, movie B, movie C. We get Frank Grillo in a bachelor apartment with just the bed, practicing shooting his gun, and, <laughs> and then we cut to the like the to their brother and sister, and then and then we found out really at the end of one of their little scenes, it was like that's why I think we should tell your sister that we're getting separated. I'm like, oh my god. It, they they made it like it was a little twist coming on like they would like everybody's guessing what are they yeah and then they had it like it was just it was a little weird yeah but i gotta tell you you know like i actually jumped in one scene and it's such a simple little scene it what but when that guy popped up by that car uh, you know the guy with the mask oh right? yeah like when they were in the park i actually jumped i was like I, I was not expecting that the rest of the movie i didn't jump at all but that stupid little scene i actually jumped yeah those guys are creepy and, and again that part obviously there was a twist with them a little twist but i don't know i wish there was more of a like the fact that not james brolin was the bad guy i don't know i wish there was like somebody that frank gorilla had like a one-on-one with because he really didn't. Right, right, right. He didn't really have that one-on-one. He obviously took out a bunch of yeah. people, but you want like that head bad guy for that hero to square off with. Because I think Frank could have done something like that. Oh, absolutely. And why did they pick that couple and then f- try to follow them the rest of the movie? They were, I mean, th- that couple was where? At a store or di- yeah. like, where were they? And, uh, like a, okay. a store, yeah. Right. So they, they easily could have taken anybody. Why they like say, all right, you know what? Let's get this couple. Who knows how many miles they're going to be able to go before their their brakes, you know, give out or whatever. The steering gives out and we'll follow them. Like, they, it fe- I feel like it, they went through a lot to get just one couple because they didn't mean anything. They just needed people for the end of the movie. Yeah. Unless they, so they could unless they showed us as the audience, like, or that I'm not saying it was a cut scene. It's not like they're they're like two white people. So it's not like an exotic bunch, but if it was like, Hey, if you find these two kind of people, we'll give you 250,000 because dude, the fact right. that the father, which we can kind of mention that real quick right now, uh, another guy in a million things over yeah. the years, he plays yeah. Ava's father. He's like sick and he sneaks out into a limo and then he leaves a note that says, Hey, I sold myself to a rich family. Well, well, before I mean, before, you know, let, let's build it up a yeah. little bit. I mean, like they show you a nice home home life between her, her daughter, the father. Well, first of all, and this happened a few times in the movie. Everybody's eating like a nice peaceful dinner during chaos. That's murder. They're hearing gunshots outside and people screaming, and everybody's like serving dinner like it's like nothing going on out there. Can you like? Do you think you could eat? Like, you think you could sit down and just have a normal conversation, knowing that one anybody could break in at any time? Like at that, I, I think during the purge, I would try to find a hiding spot in my house and not move for twelve hours. I know, and then I think the maybe because this movie's a jump from the first one, 
maybe because I think this is the sixth year of the purge or the ninth. Not saying I would change or you would change after so long, but maybe it's like, all right, we're we're used to it already. <laughs> Let's just eat the freaking dinner. <laughs> or how about like build a safe house or whatever? Like what, what was that movie with Jodie Foster? Safe house. A safe room or what? Okay, safe house. <laughs> so how about like, you know, you have enough time to build and construct a room. You know, you have what? 12 months. Oh, panic room. To- I'm sorry. Panic room. A panic room. Okay. So you, you had to make fun and you were wrong. Okay. So, um, but how about make a panic room, yeah. you know, or something that's better than just a bunch of boards that you put up last minute. I mean, like, you know, like seriously, like you have enough time to build a room that say, Hey, you know, for 12 hours, let's all go in this room, lock it. Nobody can get in there. And we're, we're never going to have to die. Yeah. Well, that That's right. Why are they doing the last minute? Could they have done it last night? Is that against <laughs> purge rules? To, like plan ahead. <laughs> And and literally, they're just taking a couple of nails and putting wood on the wall. Like like the, the, these animals have guns, machine guns, flamethrowers, and every other mach- weapon. And you think the wood is the one wood with four nails is going to stop it? Yeah, and that that's the one thing. And of all the weapons that we saw, we saw like the baseball bat, machine guns. Okay, where are you buying a flamethrower? <laughs> on Amazon. On Amazon. And those are like <laughs> rando people that bought the flamethrowers. That was like in that cut scene when you first see everybody doing the purge. Like you saw yeah. somebody just walking with a flamethrower. <laughs> oh well, God. I mean, it, yeah, it's, I don't know. Anyway. So anyway, so get back to the, the grand, the father. So, you know, you see this nice family and they're talking it. He says, I'm going to go take a nap. He does. Yeah. So he goes to take a nap and you know, the, the, the mother and daughter are talking. So you, you know, you see them interacting and then they realize, uh, I don't know if they, did they hear the noise first or they realize he was missing? No, they didn't hear anything. Uh, no, I think he was already gone when the noise happened. Right. Or no, no, you're right. You're, no, they heard the noise, and then I think the daughter said, "Let me check on him." And she said, "Yeah." It was right. like, "No, and, no." He said he was sleeping, and she's like, "I don't care. I want to see if he's all right." And then, boom, gone. And he left a note that he saved them money. He, he basically sold himself a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, each. No, I think it was each, wasn't it? Or oh, I don't know what I thought I, it was a hundred thousand each. And did you think so t- that in this movie they would find him? Nope. You know, well, they didn't give you much chance because the minute they, after they read the note and they showed where he was. Yeah, but I didn't. He literally you, got. Ha- you thought that was right then and there? The end of it? I thought that was yes. in their heads. I thought that was like a dream. Like they were no, imagining I, I, that. Oh, okay. No, no. I, I thought it was like, as they're reading it, they're showing you where he is. They're reading more and they're showing these people standing around him and he's sitting there in the middle of a room and. You obviously know what's gonna, you know, go. I didn't, I didn't think it would be like machetes. I'm thinking like, all right, you know, they're gonna. I don't know, you know, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't think machetes, and they all now. Okay, you're a rich person, and they start to purge. How do you get that? Like, you've never done any kind of (laughs) murder or crime, and somehow you get the urge to hack someone with a machete. I don't think that happens. I don't know how. Yeah, just because that. goes off like you have that in you you know what i'm gonna murder someone and what does it matter like to pay a hundred grand the whole part of this law the reason the new founding fathers did this was to get like crime off the streets and you know like in this movie like mostly poor people trying to round them up and the fact that you're just paying a hundred grand to kill someone in your own home it's not really the purge you're kind of 
just murder. And so is the purge really working? Because it's not because clearly most of the movie that we're watching is about people buying people to murder in their own home. Well, if you remember what James, uh, not James Brolin says, the the reason that they're out doing what they're doing, the military killing people is because the people don't want to kill as much anymore. So they're trying to supplement it by sending the military out. So maybe at the first few years, people are like, yeah. And then they're like, eh. Oh, this is getting boring. Just another March 21st. <laughs> Let me just go to sleep. Oh, maybe that's what it I was. don't know. I, you know, I, I, I just don't think that if you've never like th- these are rich people. So I'm assuming outside of embezzling money or anything like that, they've they've never done anything serious. Yeah. There's no way people that are rich like that are going to have the urge to start killing. No. And and OK. And if you if you did like to say for argument's sake, you're like, all right, you know what? I want, I'm curious what it's like to kill someone. So. I think most people will probably take a gun, do a quick, you know, machete. No. Probably like one of the most brutal ways to go. Like, you know, you have to be like super crazy to want to kill someone with a machete. Crazy. And then you have to be good because if you do it once and you don't kill them, then they're just like there. Or, or that's part of the fun. Like, all right, you oh. know, I sliced an ear off now. You know, let me, let me see if I can slice another limb off and, you know. <laughs> A little limb, limb here, limb there. So here's that one, because right after this is like when the purge begins. And I want to share this clip because we talked about a few of the wackos in this, but just a few of them are really good. Here's the guy that gives you nightmares because he looks so calm. He looks like he's like a gym teacher. And he's yeah, just but like, yeah. He looks like a guy that would be like a serial sniper. Gym teachers. He looks like Mr. Middleton from my middle school. <laughs> you know, it looks like a uh, slaughterhouse guy, the neighbor. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does. Uh, or we'll catch him. There's a flamethrower guy. People got pit bulls. People just have every single kind of gun. I wouldn't trust one person in this group. In the bus? Anywhere. Yeah. This is the, this is crazy. The bus is the one that makes no sense to me. Like, look at that guy. What's he doing? Chris? <laughs> like, what's that guy's deal? I got to tell you, though, the music in the movie was intense. Yeah. Here's the guys we talked about. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's purge. And then, like, look at him. And then, boom. Not James There was Pearl. absolutely no plan for those two guys. No, they were just like, let's purge. Really, dude? You really <laughs> want to purge? And then it's like walking calmly in the street. Yeah. Like you, you, so they're definitely newbies. They're like purge newbies, purge, purge virgins, purgins. <laughs> they're purgins. You know, so hearing that music again, and there was a lot of music in this movie. Like I almost feel like there was a point where there was like music for like a good half hour, even when there was dialogue, there was just music going on in the background. Yeah, that was you know that was a good part of the movie. Like it was very intense music that was going on. Um, no. You know, it had its bright moments. No, it was a good. Uh, no, no, the soundtrack was great. And no, it did have bright moments. There's only so much you can do, I guess, with what they were doing. Because having that other storyline, if it was that, like, just like vigilante type movie, and it was just Frank, like me personally, I would have preferred that. If it was just Frank yeah. just killing people with no other storyline, like to worry about, like the side characters. Because you had so many people had all these little things going on. You had the couple that was going to get divorced like as soon as this was over and that kind of obviously changed a little bit but, so so this is a this is a concept that they made what like five movies on 
How do you have five movies of the same? Like, you really can't deviate from the actual purge, you know? So every movie has a 12-hour purge. And, and like, so, like, like is it, was it a good, like, big series that everybody liked? I mean, I don't know. Like, people like, people like two and three. I think it ranks number, the site, this one, then the next one, election year, and then the first one, and then the other ones are, like, a, a prequel. And one's called The First Purge. Okay, and then the other one, I think the other one's like another like sequel in the future. But the next one, I told you, I started watching it. That was pretty cool because the concept of that one was like it was even farther into the future, and people were like over it, like over the purge, and then they were trying to take out the candidate who was the blonde chick from Lost. She's done a ton of stuff. Yeah, and but 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 yeah. Frank Grillo now is all of a sudden working for her in yeah. the for the government. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, so, you know, I, I, I watched the trailer afterwards because I know you said you were watching and I'm like, why is Doug watching it so fast? And then I'm, I'm thinking like, all right, Frank Grillo must have made it. Oh yeah. You know, no. so 100% yeah, so, no, just that, all those movies, like give me an Olympus has fallen. Like I can watch a million of those movies because you know, what's going to happen. Obviously with this one, they don't have enough Frank Grillo, even though he's in all of the movie, there's just not a lot of him doing what is the best part of the movie for him to do. Well, you know, it's funny. I like if this movie came out, say, like in the eighties and like early nineties, I could see like say Van Damme being in this role, like yeah. being on the run. Like, wasn't he in a movie called Oh, what, we? Uh, how did this get made? Hard Target. Hard Target. Yeah. Like you know, right? Like I mean, like so. Imagine like Van Damme in this role easily could have. And then, you know what? Imagine how big the movie would have been if you you take this movie, this concept, the exact same movie, throw Van Damme in the eighties. It would have been huge. Oh no, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and then throughout the whole movie, uh, Ava's daughter is watching. She's watching. Uh, what's his name? He just he was a great actor. He's, he's on the wire. Actor. Michael Kenneth Williams. Yeah, he plays Carmelo, and he's like the guy of like the underground like resistance uh, against. He's pretty bad. I didn't realize that that the daughter the daughter looks. I mean, the the mom looks very young. So yeah. I didn't. I I thought the daughter was way too old to be her daughter like because I, I i thought they were sisters at first like i didn't realize that was her daughter no 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 it is the, it was the daughter i always i forgot her name throughout the whole movie i just kept writing ava's daughter because <laughs> i know she called her by her name like so much but no so she's watching a lot of videos about him but dude so then this is where uh this is where it starts to get crazy we just obviously showed that clip and so frank's car so frank's driving around in this car, like, is that just for the purge? Like, it, it absolutely is just for the purge. It, it was bulletproof. Why would he drive at any other time? Now, do you think he's purged before? No. Okay. No. I, I mean, he, he's is he a next cop? Like, what is he? Which he's we, the next cop, right? Well, we just find out at the end of the movie, the guy calls him sergeant. So for the whole movie, he has no name. Yeah. At right. all. <laughs> but, like, like, but yeah, okay. But the whole movie, like I said, the people that he's with... He's known for 30 minutes and they all act like they've known him forever, you know, but it's whatever. But yes, that, that car was, don't forget when you're, when he was at his house, he was, I think looking at, you saw like uh, little scenes of his son in the pictures. Like you saw like something going on. So I think he was definitely building this up. So I thought his son died in a purge. Oh, okay. That's, that's what I thought they were going. Yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't know really. I I guessed it was something obviously with the sun because they showed that and he was in that like crappy little 
like apartments who is like planning this because it's like once a year there's no laws so i guess you can get back at everyone so here's a point to kind of go back to what we mentioned before like when the couple is getting followed with the the gang that's like the dead president's gang it reminds me of the dead presidents like yep. that mask yep. yep and when they're getting followed and the and the car just stops the the, the power steering brakes car won't start again. Like when they're walking around, like I know they're screaming and asking for help. Like what if the house you knock on is purging? You knock on the door. You're like, Oh, can I please come on? We're, we're not going to do anything. And they're like, poof, poof. like you can't trust yeah. anyone during this time. You know what? That would be a good way to purge. Like leave your front door open. So when people on the street, they run in there looking for a safe. And you shoot them right away. You'd, you'd build up the points right away. And there was points involved. Yeah, you can have all. Tra- <laughs> you could set up like candy on the front porch. Hey, come in for. Hey, people that don't like the purge, come on in. We're watching movies. We got marshmallows. Now, do you think there's like sanitation for the dead bodies? Like who who cleans up the dead bodies in a purge? Oh, the government's got to be paying for that. I would hope, right? So that you think there's a job of just people instead of picking up garbage, they're just picking up dead bodies. Yeah, for one. Yeah, you guys think you hate the purge? Uh, March twenty first, March twenty second sucks to work for the city. The, the garbage men that complain during New Year's Eve. Yeah, imagine imagine having that job. Yeah, <laughs> that's just New Year's. That's that's just confetti with human body parts. And do you have like a funeral? Like obviously you have a funeral for any loved one that dies, but like the funeral homes are gonna be booked. Maybe well, that's probably a good business to be in, but or do you think it's just one mass like funeral? Yeah, maybe one big one. <laughs> We're here to, to honor Bob, Sally, Joe Smith. <laughs> like, so do you think there's purges in like say Beverly Hills where all like the celebrities live? See that like Polly Shore is running out there. I like out of all the celebrities, I mentioned Pauly Shore, who hasn't made a movie in 50 years. Yeah, the last movie we made was Pauly Shore is Dead, is the name of the movie, <laughs> where he faked his own death. Uh, no, uh, that'd be a good concept for one of these movies. I think that's what's good about like those some of those sequels that are like, oh, this concept works. Let's put it somewhere else. Again, perfect example. Olympus has fallen. Okay. The White House. Boom. We did that already. Let's go to London. Now, like, so let's do that one. All right, let's go here. So no, to take it to different places, like Beverly Hills would work. Any different city or scenery. If they did like a Beverly Hills one with a bunch of like B-list, like, you know, or has-been actors, like like a Sharknado, but like The Purge, that'd be great. Yeah, dude. But you had to have D. Snyder. D. Snyder would like have <laughs> He would win. Be yeah. He would win. He would win. No, 100%. You'd have to do that. <laughs> so then we have uh so now we're kind of at the part so we get diego the uh this is like this is like minutes after right it's like minutes after that uh ava realizes her dad's gone then that's when they hear the sound outside and then that's when they look out the window and they see like oh my god why is the military coming in here then diego's outside and he's like you in there and he shoots he just looks possessed why do you why do you think they gave him the most rotten teeth I've ever uh, seen? I think, in, a, in a movie, like why? Like I, I granted, like you know, like are they assuming he does he doesn't brush his teeth? Yeah, because they so. were they were so yellow and like cruddy, like they really were. Like you know, I just like why they he almost looked like the the pirates look like in the Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. when the, like those bad pirates. <laughs> what if he's listening right now and he's like, those weren't fake teeth, man. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, 
He's like crying now in the mirror. I oh, I had my I had a big role here. <laughs> oh man, no, just I'm telling you, I know he was probably on drugs. He was probably whatever, like like for the character, he just looked crazy, and yeah, he just looked possessed to me. Like he was, and, like, and 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 again, look how easy he broke into that house. Oh yeah, and he and and he's drunk and high, so like he, his mind is clearly not all there. And he was able to get in for two seconds. What did they think that that was going to do? Like, not okay. So not only would I board up the doors. What did you like? You see this in movies all the time when someone's trying to they're trying to block a door. When you like move the furniture in front of the door, yes. Put the put the chair underneath the door handle. You know, like everything they do in movies. Nothing. Just four nails and some wood. I just realized this. So when they look out the window, remember they're like what three or four stories up. Yeah. Why yeah. they barricade the window? <laughs> well, there's probably uh, what is it the the fire escape? Maybe, they, but they maybe just but, barricade okay, but, the fire escape window and use that wood for the okay. door because all they did was it was a lock. Yeah, that's all it was. Uh, well, well, how about like the fact that they put wood up, but they could they made it enough that there's cracks in there so they could see through the wood that they put up. Like so, they clearly didn't even board it up all the way. Like, wouldn't you use like plywood more than just like boards? That yeah, because you, you, you. I mean, yeah. So th- there wasn't. Again, this is not the first time the purge has happened, so there was no planning whatsoever. So I don't feel bad for them. Yeah, it should have been weeks before. It's like it's like trying to play with Christmas lights Christmas Eve. Why wouldn't you make like metal bars? You know, put them in the windows, like like they have in prisons. Just put metal bars in there. No one's <laughs> breaking there. <laughs> Just call the prison manufacturer and be like, hey, can I get those metal bars that you have in prison? Oh, sure. But no, I would barricade st- every door. I'm still for say I would make a. Uh, what do we used to call it? It's not safe house. The what was it? What panic was room. Panic room. Yeah. Every house should have a panic room. Yeah. That's it. Done. Or put like a you know every movie has that board that lifts up that you can hide hide things on there. We, we I think we talked about yes. it a few times. Yes, we have. Find a, make a board that you go underneath and no one would find you. Yeah, mirror mirror three. Uh, the the them mechanic two. Both of them. Yeah. Listen, hide in the oven. No one ever looks in the oven. I can't fit in my oven. oven. I can't fit in my oven. You can't fit in the oven. Listen, if the purges happen, you're going to find a way to fit in you're the gonna oven. Make- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just make sure you turn it off first. Yeah. And then Diego, he creepily licks her face. Oh, and then he hears so- someone and he doesn't think like, he's like, yeah, she's mine. And then he starts shooting and then he gets shot up. And then they're hiding in the closet. So here's something that never circled back. And I wonder if they did that because I didn't finish the next one, but in the next one, it's obviously more political because it has, uh, there's more people involved like senators and presidents and stuff. But in this one, the guy grabs, opens the closet, the two military guys grabs Ava and her daughter and says, big daddy, we have two for your personal part perch. First thing I'm thinking, I'm like the president. They never said what city this movie was in, but wait, you, you wait, you think they call the president Big Daddy? Or maybe it was Sandler. I thought it was the butcher was Big Daddy. It could be. I was just thinking like for the yeah, military to do that, it has to be somebody yeah. that we're gonna see later. It wasn't the rich people at that party because we never met anybody really from that party. The only person that really like talked that we knew anything about was the auctioneer lady. That was you it. You know what? That's that's a good like they never tell you who Big Daddy is. Yeah. 
That's interesting. You know what? We're gonna have to look at IMDb see if there's anyone listed. Because if Daddy. it was like a president or somebody rich, yeah. that would have been that yeah. could have been another yeah. thing for them to escape. Like I wouldn't have minded they, that. There should have been one person in that rich party that really could like because only that one. Maybe the woman's called Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I want to go back to one thing you just said. Yeah, and this is a cliche you see in every single movie that never works out. Why do people hide in a closet? Because no one ever, everybody thinks like the closet is the best hiding spot and it never works out. Everybody's always either under the bed or in the closet or the two spots that everybody hides and no one ever is safe there. Everybody's always found. Well, you sound like an expert on it. Where would you hide? I said the oven. Oh, you're not in the oven. (laughs) I mean, no, but I mean, think about it. I mean, every move taken. She was dr- grabbed under commando, grabbed under the uh, the, the bed. You know, everything. I mean, I'm just saying there there's got to be better spots than, you know, the closet. And, you know, I don't know. I think what you need to, to do is obviously you need better spots, but you need more spots. So buy a lot of like cabinets, <laughs> buy a lot of uh, trunks, just a whole apartment the, with things you can hide in. How about the curtain? How about Wrap it? yourself in the curtain, stand up. That's true. You could do that. Yeah. No one. No one ever looks in the curtains, put especially the, if they're open. Put if a, they're closed, they might look. Yeah. Put a lampshade on your head. Stand still. You never know. Something could happen. <laughs> that's a good idea. No, but that's or no. You're right. In the couch, put the cushions on top. Yes. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> that couch is real lumpy. That no. The, no. The, there. People need to get creative because the closet just not does not work. It, it does not work because you want to look again, through it, and then at that point they can see you because you're looking through. You might move, but if you're like under the cushions, maybe you're not even thinking. You about know, it. you know what's a better spot than under the bed? How about under the mattress? Yes. So you have the springs, you have the mattress on top of you. If you have a big enough mattress, it, you're going to just be flat with the springs. No one's going to see you. One hundred percent. That's where people should go. That is yeah. a good spot. Or forget springs. Everybody has boards now, so you'll be laying on top of those boards. Tell me that's not a good spot. It's perfect. And if you know a purge is going to happen, you could maybe put in a special mattress for that night. Then you just have it all set up there. You can have a whole you, little you, hollow you, you, it you out. cut out. Yes. I don't know, you hollow it out. And there you go. There's, they'll never find you. Nobody. <laughs> that's a great one. Man. You know what? Next time you play in hide and go seek with your daughter, <laughs> you got to do that. She'll never find you. When I was a kid, we played hide and go. It's so funny when you think about it, like when you're smaller, like playing hide and go seek. Our house was like not even that big, and we used to play on the first floor. My go-to hiding spot that nobody would find me, and really, like nobody would ever find me to to look. So nobody knew that's where it was. Even people on my team, I didn't want to tell them where it was. My mom had like a hair cutting room in her house uh, where she used to cut people's hair like at night and the weekends. And we had another fridge, like an extra fridge for like soda and stuff. I used to climb on top of it like a cat. And I used to sit like uh, like crisscross applesauce on top of it, and because we would not, nobody was allowed to turn the lights off on, or you're like, we're never going to be able to play again. Was that was my spot? And then they'd be like, all right, it's over. And then I and then I quietly have to hop down. It was the best. So, so think about that concept, you know, because it's always great to have a honey spot that nobody finds you. But how, if you think about it, are you really winning because? You're absolutely doing nothing the entire game. You're not being chased. You're not running around. You're not, and you're sitting alone the entire game. 
it does. So suck. yes, it's yeah, no, it does suck. So it, yeah, yes, you you tricked and no one found you, but you're sitting there for an hour because no one could find you, <laughs> and everybody else is having fun playing, and yeah. you're sitting by yourself. So do you really win? If that was like manhunt. Manhunt used to be like that too. I used to be like, I, I, everybody would be like, "Hey, let's go to the spot." I'm like, "I'm gonna climb up that tree." <laughs> I'd sit like to twenty feet up into a tree and just be like, "All right, Doug, you can come down now." I'd be like, "All right, cool." <laughs> but yeah, so to find out who Big Daddy was, that'd be uh, that that'd be good. So here we get, man. There was like that. That's one thing about this movie. There was like a lot of like cool scenes, but there was really no cool dialogue because usually whenever I do the opening clip. There's always like, hey, a little quippy line. There really was no dialogue, minus like the people saying, "Hey, Frank, you shouldn't do what you're gonna do at the end of the movie," which I we, we kind of talked about already. But that was like all that it was. But this scene is like, I wanted more of this scene than I'm about to show. Like when he has that change of heart, when he's like, "Don't do it, just stay in the car," and he goes and he badass oh. saves him and her daughter. When he runs up to this guy, uh, handgun to the stomach, shoots the guy under the tractor trailer. Oof. How's he not finished that guy okay. off? Okay, okay, wait a second. Okay, so he just literally lit, lit up about seven people. The butcher was standing right in front of him, and he only gets his cheek. I guess it did the old like in and out, like went through his mouth. But yeah, look no, at him. No, because they, they, they didn't show a hole in his, his cheek. He just had he has like a scar. Oh like, yeah. Like a cut. So he he just literally like nailed everybody that was so far. He was standing in front of the butcher and he missed them. Yeah. So. But yes, that scene like he's awesome. Like he does that job very well. Like he, to play that action role, it really is a shame that he has not made more movies himself because I think he he could have definitely handled it. No, I know. I think that, but that, yes. that role for him, like in other movies, he could do any type of movie, like, and be oh, that absolutely. guy. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, I, I did like that scene in the car. Cause like, you know, you, you see the dilemma of the hero, you know, who th- knows that what's going to happen if he gets involved, you know, it's not going to be an easy night. He, he wants to do what he wants to do. He's got out there to purge this, you know, one person and you see like him, contemplating what he's going to like he doesn't want to do it yeah. should i do it don't do it don't and he's talking to himself you know out loud and i thought that was very cool because you knew eventually drive, he's gonna just say, drive yeah, just, just drive. fucking drive yeah. yeah but someone like him it's like an addiction he can't just drive he has to get out there and be the hero yeah he's a former cop he can't see innocent yep. people and you know what's weird because later in the movie he says to them i saw the way you fought back and i know they did sort of fight back but they were about to just get shot but yeah, at that point they were like done. But okay, so he went there to save them. He kills everybody, and then he was planning on leaving them there. He was gonna leave them, yeah. <laughs> so like, what was the point of saving him then? So they still, I guess, had more of a fighting chance because they were going against the military, which is like against the rules because right. that's not okay. What it is? You have two women that are not armed out in the streets during the purge. They're not making it. Well, they can get that truck now and use the machine gun. That's what they should have done at that point. No one did. No one did. They should They should have sat there and waited. Yeah. Just hang out. Mm. One spot. Just a corner. Out. Stand in a corner. Even though I know see, you can't run, you can see what's coming at you. That's a mistake that most mo- in movies, they always are on the run. Instead of staying in one spot, because they're never going to check the same spot twice. Yeah. So and and at one point they run by a dumpster that had a dead body in it. 
wouldn't that be the perfect place to go? Oh, I know. No, like no one else was going to go back in there. They already dumped the body in there. So that's like safe. I would hide next no. to it and be like. Next to it. I go underneath it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then how about the couple gets in the car and again, you don't trust anyone else. And they have to be like, oh, no, no, we're not purging. We're not purging. And he's getting ready. To but how do them. they know? How do they? How do they know that they can trust him? Even though they just he just saved them. Like the way they talk to him the rest of the movie. I mean, if I'm Frank at this point, they are annoying. Like they're slowing him down. They're like they're stopping him. He's running out of time to do what he wants to do that he's really passionate about doing. They're annoying him. I I think it would have been funny if he just turned around and said, you know, I can't deal with this anymore, and just shot them all. And just just went on his way. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, how do they like because they really were pushing his buttons. Oh, I mean, dude. and how many times did, did he try to leave them and he couldn't? Yeah, or they they pulled him back in with lies. They lied to the man that saved. Okay, oh. okay, and, and you're gonna admit that that was a lie at that point, like, and think like he's gonna be okay with that? Yeah, like you're taking a, such a gamble, you know. Again, and again, you don't know him. They knew him for thirty minutes, and you just lied to him. That's the only reason why he, he took you there, and you just now you lied to him. He probably in in a in a real world he would have killed her. He would have killed her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like I know you're easy in the eyes, Ava, <laughs> but I'm gonna shoot you right now for lying to me. Uh, Did they even hook up? Did they hook up at all? No, not at all. Hmm. None of that happened. No, it was one of those movies that there was nothing like that. Yeah, there was no interest the, at all. I thought the sister, the friend. No. But I thought the friend when she when he left to change his shirt that the grandfather the father gave him that fit perfectly the yeah, shirt yeah, that he yeah, put on yeah. at the store it fit him perfectly and, and the guy was like a soft old man so I don't know how that fit <laughs> soft old but, man <laughs> but the friend literally went after him behind like went followed him I'm thinking like oh she's totally hitting on him yeah yeah no she just went there to, she went there to do some drugs yeah pop some pills. She had a lot on her plate. I love that you said soft old man. Is that how people describe themselves? Like when they're older on a dating site, it's like, hey, describe yourself. Uh, my name's Bill. I'm 75. What about your body type? Soft? Wait, wait you, th- you think 75-year-olds are on dating sites? Why wouldn't they be? They're not a date. First of all, they don't even know how to use a computer. No, 75-year-olds are probably using a computer nowadays. They're not on dating sites. They're on companion sites. Companion sites. (laughs) (laughs) Old and horny. (laughs) Old and horny.com. Well, all right, fine. He wasn't. Well, listen, old people get soft. They lose their muscle. (laughs) You know, so they're so you mean soft as in on on, on multiple levels, soft as in muscles and soft as in muscle. What? Oh, muscle. So then at this point, this is when they're in the kind of arguing about like, oh, what should we do? And then Frank's like, you guys just stay in the car. And then the daughter realizes that not James Brolin's like alive. Hey guys, we gotta start going. And then when they get into the car and they start driving, the friggin' his car that you thought all this armor was like badass. No, it's ripped to shreds by this thing. It was like, I think when he saw the bullet, he said it was like piercing armor. So it went through the engine. So, I mean, like they really like made the car look so souped up and every, and it lasted how long? 
Oh. Didn't, nothing. And he, he barely uses it. Like he at that's at, you know, then he loses the car in two seconds. Like he that 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 car that looks so cool, it'd be like a Man Max kind of thing that he figured he would be with it the whole time. No. It, it Done. it's barely in a movie. Yeah. Can he claim insurance on that? Like, is that something like Geico will cover? Well, I would assume that if you're putting bulletproof and like all that armor on there, insurance would go down. It's a safe car. I would think, yeah, you're right. Yeah. One hundred percent. And then the Geico Gecko could be like Oh, sorry, mate. We don't cover uh, we don't cover armor piercing bullets. Like, oh, what the fuck? It's during the purge. Like, what do you mean you don't cover that? It's, it's like the uh, home insurance company in Poltergeist. Still, my favorite thing ever. What do you mean you have to see the house? It's gone. It's in a different dimension. <laughs> oh my god, amazing! <laughs> so then we get so then at the same point they're like in a they're in that. Somehow they knew where a body shop was because they look like they pulled into a body shop and the car is all jacked up. So then Ava calls her friend, the horny waitress. She goes, oh, my friend lives not that far from here. We can go there. She has a car that we can use. And then right when that happened, what happened? Well, well, well he was leaving them once again. So this was. Oh, like, he I think was already second, leaving then. You're right. Yeah, he was leaving. So it was only the second or third time that he's trying to get yeah. rid of this group to do his thing, which, you know, listen, when you find out what he's trying to do, I understand. Yeah. You know, you have a chance to get, you know, and yet he's once again, can't because this girl tricked him says, if you help us, we'll get you a car. She has a car. So, okay. Pull him and back in. <laughs> Pull him back in. <laughs> and he's in, he's like a car. And then I love that. He kept, you know, what was great about him. He didn't like trust them at all. It's how many times did he ask about the car? Even when yeah. they were at the apartment, he's like, you need me that car. I need that car now. You need me that car. <laughs> Like even at this part when she said car, oh, she had a car. We can use it. Are you sure we can use it? Yeah, she said we can have it. Okay. Now, I mean, shame on him though because her friend lived like in an apartment, right? Yeah. How many people that live in an apartment in the city? I, I don't mean like in the suburbs. In the city, having a car? No, it's, it's rare. This was no, it is rare. Very rare, right? So I mean, he, he should have realized. He should have been wise to it. Former cop, you should have yeah. known that was BS. Yeah. You should yeah. be like, oh, what block did he live on? <laughs> Hard to find parking over there. <laughs> Alternate side. I don't know. Could be difficult. <laughs> and then we have, uh, so then you have the, how about the fat lady? You know, like the fat lady shooting like randomly. Uh, yeah. Like, well, she, she looked like she was just a jilt. Like she either got fired from her job or her husband left her. Oh, there was one of those things that she was just, you know, out of control. Or both. <laughs> I can see both of them. And, and okay. So where did she get the gun? Because I don't think she, like she doesn't look like someone that was planning on purging. She looks like someone that was kind of forced to pur- purge because something happened to her. Yeah, no, she was crazy. And then the one part that really scared the shit out of me, like besides the sniper guy that we saw earlier, the other part that scared the shit out of me was when he was like, when you had the one of the one of the couples when he was like. You know what? I think we should go this way. This is the fast way to get to your her friend's apartment. And he takes that step in that trash, and it's a freaking trap. And he gets pulled down. Oh yeah! And I thought it was gonna lift him up in the air. It scared me even more that he it wasn't that because it was so tight that they couldn't get it off at first. Man, that part was scary as hell. And how many times did he tell him shoot the th- shoot the, the the trap? And he it took him that long to shoot the trap. Dead. Yeah. So I looked at IMDb. I was gonna look up that guy's name. Uh, to see what he is, his name's Zach Gilford. His name's Shane, but Big Daddy is uh, the guy, the butcher, the, the butcher. butcher, yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. It wasn't in much. He was invested no. in the Furious, actually. Oh, Traffic cool. plays a cop a lot. But yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Well, he didn't play a cop in this movie. Huh? He didn't play a cop in this movie. He's some kind of military. They never really said what he was. He was a butcher. Well, no, he wasn't really a butcher. He just, for some reason, wore a he, butcher apron. He was a butcher. Why would he wear a butcher? Wait, why would someone wear a butcher apron if they're not a butcher? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but why would that? Why would a random butcher be in charge of this big military operation and be operating that machine gun? Because I feel that if things went his way, I feel like he, he might have been like a cannibal. Dude, I was thinking that's what we kind of like collectively said this when we figured out we were going to do this movie a while back. We were like, I never watched one of these because I thought they were like hostile. And that would have been their hostile-ish if they were like hunting people for cannibalism. And that would have fit that he was a butcher. See, 100%. So that's why I I thought something like that was going on. And and again, they didn't give him a big, they really didn't give him a big role. I mean, they, you know, they made it look like he was something like super crazy and whatever's going to go on in that truck, you know, cause you didn't see what was in a truck outside of the machine gun. So I thought they were going to do some kind of gross things and yeah, it never panned out. Yeah. And another badass part. So like after this, they, they're running around again, like really just running around for the rest of the movie until they get into the apartment. But they find like that un- empty SWAT truck that doesn't work. And they see in there all the, like the advanced like equipment, they could see traffic cams, they get turn off the, the street lights, like all these different things. But then from there, because then they see that gang show up again, that gang's coming. But when they're waiting in that alleyway and they see again, again, a bunch of random purgers and they're just trying to like, he's looking at them, giving them like kind of like military signs, like calm down. And then you get a freaking rat that comes up, jumps on the girl. She screams. I love what Frank do- dude. That's why I love this guy because a scene like this to me is like so like Arnold ish. The fact that he gives up his gun for a second, you're like, what is he doing? And the guy comes over and he chokes him out. Like that was awesome. But how does the gang keep fi- like? How big is this gang? Because they keep fi- fi- finding them. So like, how how big is the gang? Like, is it a because you only saw like a, a a few people in the beginning of the movie, and then you saw the the bus. And I mean, are they the same gang, the bus and the the mask people? Yeah, well, they're together because we see them in that scene when they when they uh, that couple realizes their car breaks down. We see them all together, and you see the guy get out with the god on his uh, dead president's mask. Okay, so there's only but there's only a handful there though. So I mean, like. How are they always able to find them? I don't know. It, it's almost like comedic because there's so many times that the one guy, Shane, is like walking. And he's like, oh, man, they're right there. <laughs> and even the guy on the motorcycle comes up and he gets to the fence and he looks left and right, which he can't see down the alleyway. But yeah. he looks left and right. And obviously they don't see them. But no, when he chokes that guy out, I'm like, holy shit, man. This is awesome. What? what it, you know, you don't see any kind of looting during a purge. Which like, is I would shocking. think that's something pretty yeah. big. Because if it's legal, I would think everybody would be doing that. They seem to be obviously more into murder than, you know, than looting. Yeah, all you the, all the, the laws of- are you can break. And then murder is the one that they mention explicitly when they do that purge announcement. Right. But you can break the right. law. You can do it. You can rip all the tags off your mattresses, pillows. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. That's your, that's your one time. That's one chance to rip the tag off the mattress and no one's doing it. You can do and, whatever. And how's how how 
how many megaphones did he have that when he announced in the purge and have this because if this is nationwide do they have one like every certain miles and have another one that's because it's clearly it's so loud that everybody can hear it in all the houses yeah and we'll get to a part we'll get to a part later that i think it's kind of funny with it but uh no you're right there must be one every like few miles it's so loud everybody knows when it starts and when it finishes but no yeah (laughs) so then we get uh yeah, so then this is where again, like you said, like it wasn't like an annoying. I don't know if it was like annoying, but they well, the they apartment can't. No, just before that, but just like the whole relationship with ever with Frank and everyone the, that they're trying to like stop him from doing something that he's going to regret. Again, it's not illegal. Other people are doing it, but they say he's a good man, which they really don't even know. They don't know that. No, I know. He just he just killed fifteen people. I know. You know, regardless, you know, of 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 saving them, he still killed fifteen people, and so that's not really a good person. I mean, you know, you try. I mean, so like, yeah, yeah, they don't know him for anything, and they assume that you know, no, you're much better than this. And he opens up like one time in the whole movie, but I love so many of his lines are. Didn't we establish a no talking rule? And then she starts talking and he's like, I thought we weren't talking. I th- you broke the rule. Well, and it's always, it's always the kid. The kid yeah. is always the one that just doesn't, has no fear and never listens. Yeah. Every, like every movie. So here's something that I thought was going to come back twice. When Frank gives his uh, chest to Ava's daughter, Kelly, when he gives the vest to her, dude, I thought, we were going to get her getting shot when obviously it's the opposite later in the movie. So we never got that. When he gave up the vest, you thought it was going to be, you thought it was going to work both ways. Something happened to him later in the movie. He didn't have the production, but with her, there was never that close call that you see in so many movies. Like when a guy gets shot and it's like, Oh man, I had that necklace on that. It stopped the bullet or something. Really? The only person that had the close call was, the the husband who had multiple close calls. Well, I think he had a final call too. But. Well, he did. He did, well, obviously. I mean, he, but he's the only one that had the trap. He had like another like like he's the only one that, that he was hurt early on in the movie. Like he's the one that basically got the most. No one else got hurt except for him. No, and he yeah, got hurt he mul- like he got close most multiple times. And this scene, he gets really hurt. So this is the scene when they're walking down when they when they sneak down into the they walk the subway tracks. And when they're walking down that, this is where the scene that Jasper Cole was in that got cut. And Izzy said it was like really brutal, like his uh, kind of one on one with uh, it wasn't with with the the guy that played Shane. It was with one of the bad guys. But they totally cut it, but he's just randomly you can see him for like a second as dead. When they showed all those homeless guys, and then while they're walking down the tracks, you hear like the people coming. And dude, that was kind of freaky, man. Like they started flamethrowing where all the homeless people were sleeping and they start picking them off one by one. It it really reminded me of the warriors. Like each, like yeah. it was constant gang gang somewhere else coming as they're trying to get across from one part of New York to the other. Yeah. And then this part where Shane, again, a guy that seemed kind of wimpy because he was kind of a bitch to his wife Oh, when he was like, yeah, I guess we can do Cause at first you're like, Oh, you know, they're breaking up. Okay. And then he kind of like made some snidey comment when I'm like, all right, well, maybe that's why she's leaving you. Maybe it's like your problem because <laughs> he like had some shitty comment. But then he had this point. He was like, man, I'm overrunning. I, I want to run anymore. They're going to get us. And he stops and he's shooting the gun. You're like, holy crap. 
Yeah, but he was in the like, well. Yeah, he he kind of saved everybody. He did he, save I think everybody. He, just, he did. So I mean, and that's when he got hurt, right? That's that's the part where he got hurt. He got ripped. I mean, he got again, shot like twice in the chest, and then right at that part, yeah. he kept shooting, and he got that ATV shot that main guy, and then he turned in, and then somehow the ATV was filled with jet fuel because the thing exploded. <laughs> yeah. God, man. And then how about Frank's inspiration to him? He just said, one, two, three, Shane, get up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the one thing of Frank throughout the whole movie, there's really not a lot of emotion. No. The only time the only time he did show emotion when he was talking about his son, what happened to his son. Yeah. Outside of that, they're really like he's he's and he really as much as he cares about helping these people, he's really again trying to get rid of him the whole time. He like, is, so yeah. we really like, I don't think he has any connection. Like he doesn't really have a connection. Like they have more of a connection to him than he has to them. Yeah. He's like, almost like, okay, I did. I did the helping of you yeah. this time. Uh, get out yeah. of here. Get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even at this part, this is where the couple, she was like back in love with him. Like just from yep. the purge brings people together, I guess, because he was like going to be back in her good graces. And then this is where, so time wise, this movie Movie wise, it's nine hours in already because at this point it says three hours left in the purge. And this is when they get to Ava's friend's house, which is the horny uh, waitress. Well, well, before they got there, something else happens. I think it happens before there that happens again in every movie. Doesn't the daughter fall and she can't get up? No, the mom fell while they were running at that point. Yeah, no, she fell. Yeah. And she couldn't get up. Like this happens and she's like crawling, like. Like she literally, she didn't get hurt because she's walking fine after that. But why did that happen in every movie? Like they fall and like where someone's chasing them and they just can't get up. I always think about that in horror movies. Like when we see that in like so many of those movies, I'm like, you know what? I wonder if like, I don't know how you test it out. Cause obviously in a fake scenario if some, if we had an actor dressed up and they, who's going to come chase me and kill me. I don't know if you fall, do you have this crippling, like in crippling, like your body shuts down, like being like, I'm fucked. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say you get your ass quickly back up and you're running as hard as you can. I don't, I, I don't think your body shuts down. In fact, I think it does the opposite. I think you run faster than you've ever run before. <laughs> so what are these people doing then? Jesus, <laughs> Jamie, you should have but like it happens a, every movie. You should have like a survival. Like you can have a two day class, two day seminar <laughs> in Boca at like a Sheridan, and day one could be getting up after you fall, and day two would be like best places to hide. <laughs> if you're, if, <laughs> are you are you assuming Bo- Boca has a lot of like murders and and people or a lot of hide and seek? A lot, a lot of <laughs> yeah. So all the all the old people that moved to Florida, that's that's the one thing they play at the nursing homes is uh, hiding and seek. <laughs> they, they need to cut out the underside of their mattress, slip under, and then because they're because they're so old, they can't lift it back up. That's that's foreplay to them, hide and seek. <laughs> and then afterwards, they're exhausted and they go to sleep. Yeah, they play hide and go seek, <laughs> and they play find my teeth. Those are the two games they play. <laughs> Yeah, and that but that scene at the the apartment, like Ugh. just I was not expecting it. it you kind of expected, obviously, something what? to like happen yes. while we were there, right? The pro- the problem with the scene, and it, listen, the, the second half of the scene was was good because it was unexpected. Yes, you expected oh, something to happen, not necessarily not that. that, but I think there was a lot of there was a lot of nonsense before then. Like, I mean, again. 
these people have been on the run. They've been shot at. One was shot at. One one guy killed a bunch of people. They almost were thrown into the butcher's truck. And now she's like, let's sit down and have dinner. And they're having like a normal dinner. These people just went through hell. And then now everybody's acting like nothing happened. Yeah. Like I, they're, now they're say, you know, like, and then, and then the, the, the friend is extremely annoying. Oh. She's, she, she's almost up there with Ryan. Brian, 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 Brian. Yeah, no, okay. no, no. She's definitely up there. And I think that was like the point of her character, but you're right. Like it was almost like, I think it was for the audience to give you like that false sense of everything's going to be right. Even though we know a movie runtime is, you know, like an hour 44, we know there's time left, but even there, they're kind of weird about it. Cause they're barely eating and everybody else like cel- hanging out and well, celebrating. See, so, okay. So this is, this is what I thought was going to happen. One, I thought there was some kind of poison in the food because oh. she wasn't eating and she was, you know, she was putting food. She kept saying, why don't you guys eat? Kept pushing eating. Yeah. But the other thing I thought was going to happen is I thought the husband, the weird guy that was there was going to do something. Cause he just looked creepy. He uh, was. Oh, he looks so creepy. And then that's right. the wife making fun of him, which he right. was a nerdy guy. So he was. It, and the lady, the waitress, the horny waitress, not saying yep. she was like attractive, but she had like something about her. So I'm yeah. thinking like it maybe it was a more attractive guy, but the fact that she was sleeping with him and his personality did not fit his look. Oh, yeah. At all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was just yeah. so weird. And her making yeah. fun of him, like, yeah, wouldn't people laugh at him while he was out there? And you knew it, like, right away I knew that their relationship was really weird. Like, the fact oh. that the sister-in-law was, like, touching his leg and saying, hey, don't make fun of him like that. I'm like, what? But but the, but the whole house dynamic was weird. So at that house, you have the friend, the sister, the, the husband, they all have w- weird personalities. The, the 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 wife of the weirdo had no personality whatsoever. Yeah. The weirdo is sitting by himself. Like she, the other one's so over the top. Like what's that scenario? Like what's going on there? Yeah, weird. Well, we, well, we, know, well, we we do know what's going on there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a weird dynamic. And like you, we mentioned earlier, like Frank, you thought the horny waitress was gonna like come and get Frank, but she was obviously he noticed that stuff. So obviously he was like probably a cop, but it was probably more military. I would think because just the way he like noticed everything and told, so maybe he was a Sergeant in the military. Yeah. He must've been because even like the badass stuff he did, you're not going to do that. Yeah. Like why? Like, uh, John McLean. That is true. <laughs> Tango right. and cash. Tango. Tango and cash. Come on. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But no, sweet that, Chuck. Sweet Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what he says to Ava just before when he asked for the car for the 75th time. He goes, uh, you what's going on with your friend over there? She's really nervous about something. She goes, No, nah, she's 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 weird. She's cool. Oh no, because she says she's saying a lot of drugs. She says, I know, she does stuff like that. Well, uh, yeah, but he but he was saying it more like I think purge related. He's like, she's taking a lot of drugs, you need to keep an eye on her. Yeah, yeah. Like and then that's when she went so, into the whole like, yeah, that yep. oh yeah, she parties like that, but she's fine. Yep. But then right out of the corner of the eye, after he's talking to the daughter, he's like, You're gonna go places, kid. Make sure you keep your head down and be safe and blah 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 blah. Yep. And then you see her walk over like out of that's what was cool about it, because it was like off camera and we could barely see it when she walks yep. up and she pulls the gun, she shoots her husband. Well, first she shoots the her sister. 
which it was very because you didn't see like, it was like out of the blue. I know. So it was a shock. But think about poor Frank. This guy has been trying to leave to do what he's wanted to do since the beginning we saw him. And now another situation happens where he can't leave again. Oh, wait, you know what? What's even worse is she tells him just at this part, just before all this shit goes down, no car. So yes. she says no car. And then the sister's like, uh, the daughter's like, you should stay here. And he's like, I'm going to yep. go. I'm going to get going. And then all that shit, <laughs> you're right. Everything. Yeah. And he's stuck again. Like, it's like, he's almost like the Charlie Brown of the perch. Yeah. Like everything happens to him. And he's just trying to do his his thing, and he gets no respect. I'm just no, and he's like Rodney. He's like Rodney. <laughs> he's like Rodney because they're lying to him. He's saving them, and they're still lying to him. Nope. They're not letting him do what he wants to do. They keep getting in his way, you know. <laughs> and you know who saves the day? Like the mom, the mother of uh, of the horny waitress, because she comes over and puts. She must be an ex cop because she did the push to point the gun to the ceiling, and and that was kind of like. And then there was a standoff and then that crazy guy that was cheating on his wife. And now the girl that he was sleeping with is dead now. And he thinks, you know what? Here's how I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to grab this rando girl and use her as a human shield. <laughs> well, what is he supposed to do? I don't, I don't know. I, not that. I don't know. Well, that's not, it's not illegal. It's the purge. And it's true. Human shield. <laughs> that's, that's legal as well. <laughs> Oh my god! But then Frank saves the day. He shoots him from behind the TV, a nice little angle, pops him off, and then. But he didn't shoot the lady, right? He doesn't shoot the wife, because when they're leaving, she is complaining not about like you shot my husband. She's like, "That was for me to do, not you." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. No, no, doesn't he? Doesn't he turn around and shoot her? Oh no, someone else shoots her. Someone comes to the door. Doesn't someone come to the door and shoots her? No, no one comes to the door. No, I just thought she does get shot. Frank shoot just Frank shoots him in the leg, like, in the back, like multiple times. Oh, uh, I thought I thought no, because she's got screaming shot. when they when they all run out. She's screaming like that was for me to do. But then you do hear gunshots in there, so we don't know what's happening. Right, right, right. Okay, maybe she's just like because oh, they, they they do go. The military goes in there eventually. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. Good. Oh yeah, they're okay. then. Yeah. Well, okay, so. Why would they kill her if they're like, why are they still chasing them to use them for what we learn later on? Why they're using them. Why not just take the, the friend or the, the, the wife that's yeah. in that apartment? Why not? Like, why are they so stuck on this group of people? Yeah. I don't know. I know at this point there, are, well, we know why we don't know from earlier because there was no grudge yet. Why, why those, uh, why they were fine looking for that couple. But at this point, the big daddy, is looking for them. Yeah, but the same time though, he made it sound like he wants Frank Grillo for himself, you know, for revenge yeah. for shooting him. Yet he's treated as all the other ones that they that get kidnapped. Like yeah. he, he doesn't get like you know, they don't like when they eventually get them later on, like this, you know, I didn't figure they could beat him up or anything. Nothing. He's just what everybody else. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. Why wouldn't he have set him aside? Yeah, right. <laughs> nope. Yeah, because he already he had him. He was in that building, correct. And obviously, those other guys were. Well, you know what? Those guys that were picking up people weren't working with the military. They were only working with the auctioneers, with the rich white people. So they didn't. They probably didn't know that he got picked up. So just let's go to that scene real quick. So that's when uh, Frank 
finally again gets convinced to work with them because he sees the military coming in and he goes, we have 30 seconds. You get over the fence and run. And he goes, you don't fucking wait for me. They run, they leave. He hangs out for a few seconds behind the dumpster. And we see the coolest weapon of the movie. It wasn't a weapon. That futuristic jackknife to open the door was like, yeah, it was like something like halo. It looked like so futuristic, but no Frank jumps the fence and you're like, Oh, this is great. And then the dead president's gang gets them. Now, the dead president's gang had the other people there waiting also. They're all sitting right there. You didn't hear a peep from one person. You don't think any of them would have screamed when they were attacking them? Run, yelling, or like scared. Nothing. It was complete silence. Like, it's like, as if they they just went up to them, put this in, shh, and everybody was quiet. And that's it. Exactly, because there's no traffic at this point. There's no airplanes flying. No, no, not not even that, though. Like, the fact that, okay, so they're on the run, and if they got cornered by the, the mass, mass gang, they would have surprised them. There would have been, like, screams of, like, oh, yeah, that's what I mean. being scared. I know. Yeah, that's nothing. what I mean. Nothing suppressed that. Like, if there was traffic no, or something, yeah. then you'd be right, like, oh, right. oh, they did scream, but you couldn't hear it over anything. Right. You could probably hear a pin drop. Nothing. There's nothing going on. It was extremely quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> but no, I know this part of the movie, I, I kind of just, I love the, s- like, scenario, like, for Frank. I don't know, like, if there was anything that could have been better, but you couldn't do the same things over and over again, I guess. But the fact when they get, like, they're getting, aw- just how well, quick, okay. how they get moved is pretty cool. Well, so I thought, first of all, I, I do like the fact that they, they're all, you know, tied up and they're waiting for the curtain to come up and then they then they're all like shocked at what's going on they see everybody there i thought it was an auction but it wasn't an auction like they weren't they, they were auctioning off but they were just auctioning the chance to to hunt them is that what it was <laughs> yeah yeah okay see i thought they were auctioning off each individual person just to kill yeah yeah no no were, it was like a group thing to go in there i think right. it was a hundred okay. what was it two hundred fifty thousand. okay I believe it was like 250,000, okay. but I did like that they went from you're just going to sell us cuz the guy in the car was the guy I mean I should know his name. His last name is like The one the one that took the mask off? Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He was just in that movie yeah. uh had a really long name. He worked in a call center with Danny Glover. It was just it got a bunch of awards like 3 4 years ago. It was like an independent film. It had a really long weird name, but it like did very well. But yeah, so he's just selling them, but when they go from like outside in and they say shut up and they say get in your knees and then in nowhere like get, like the curtains open up and there's all these people like at these yeah. nice tables and suits you're like holy crap and and you have two t- sisters that are like bidding to f- to hunt they're legendary like they're like oh i didn't think you finally did you bring your swords and they're like yeah we brought our swords <laughs> so, so yeah dumb. So dumb. And you have an old lady running the show. And she uses phrases of them like their property. Ooh, what an impressive lot. <laughs> like, what? They're just random people you guys just found. It's not like so if I work there, it's not like I'd be like, hey, you guys didn't handpick them. Like, <laughs> I, I really, I, I, you know, I hated this for multiple reasons because one, I mean, I hate the concept, but two, I don't think any of the, the old people that were watching, anything happened to them. Right, the military—they just got arrested for, I think, uh, right for using. Wasn't it? Something they got arrested. I thought like the the military came in there, or I don't know. No, like I wanted like 
Nobody arrested it. Wasn't there a thing because it uh they used a bomb. They used a uh, oh no of- no no. What is it called? Used a bomb. Uh, Michael Kenneth Williams. His people oh, used so the bomb because the purge okay. somehow has a like they have a tracker where they're like a rule. There's a been, rule. Yeah, there's been a use of over level four grade. Yeah, yeah. So 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 there's a certain level of bomb that you can't use, but you can use flamethrowers and machetes and and machine guns and anything else. Yeah, you murder oh, people, okay. but whoa. <laughs> That's real. That was really yeah. loud. That went bang. Because well, you could kill more. You know. T- you know. If you could, if you could use a weapon that kills ten people at a time, you can't. You doesn't. You can't do it. Ah, That's cheating. Jesus. <laughs> but no. So then they're in this pitch dark room. They got night vision. You have the the people. I, I named all of them. There was uh, uh, oh, dad and two chads, Rich Ken and Barbie, and then the Bobsy Bobsy twins. Like that's who they look like to me. But Frank calms down the people. And, he, and dude, within seconds he goes off and he takes one out, gets the night vision. So, how bad of hunters are they? They they have night vision, and there's what like six of them, and literally they have no weapons, and they're all in one exact spot. So they know where they went. I mean they they pushed him in his room, and they know where they went. Yeah, they could they couldn't kill they couldn't go after like one of them. Like like yeah. Well, I think it's your scenario of like the rich people in the beginning that like paid the hundred grand to kill the father. Like maybe you have that like, oh, I can do this. Like, oh, I'm going to go on this big roller coaster. And then as soon as it goes, click, click, right. click, click. You're like, fuck. So it's probably their chance to do it for the first time. Yeah, probably. Besides the Bobby okay. twins, maybe the other ones were new because remember the two Chads, it was their first time and they high five them like, dude, yeah. these guys are like 40. And they look like they were like, oh, cool. We're allowed to be involved. But okay. no. But uh, no, some of the, not like, again, I wish it could have been better, but just to see him do like yeah. battle, like grab that, the fights, uh, when he takes on the two twins with the swords, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, no. no. Again, you know, you take the, take the concept and everything else. Now you have the Frank Grillo. Again, Frank Grillo, every, every part that he had where he had a chance to be a badass was great. Yeah, no, 100%. And then even when he kills one, he kills the dad, like after he kills everybody else, he kills the dad and then the two chads run away. So it's just them and they're, they're, they're fine. And, but then the security guards and you had the auctioneer who Frank pissed off by just spraying like where they were watching out of the window with a gun and it was bulletproof glass. But then you have all the security guards coming on the other end. And they're like, oh, no, we can't we can't do this. Well, at, at that point, they're like, we're dead. Yeah. I think they I think they admitted they're dead. And, and they were taking them out pretty good. And the way Shane died, ugh, just the only one to get shot from that door. And then Frank kills the guy. Are you surprised? Again, this guy has almost died at least three times throughout the whole movie. The only one. No one else got hurt at all. Crazy. Really, when you think about it, usually in movies like that, it's like a horror movie. You have a core group of people. Like, somebody has to go. It's very... It's wild that it was just him. And, you know, or the fact... Even if it was just one person, he's the easiest one to kill. Like, I would have thought, like, the daughter or something like... Something like a little bit more... Even the wife would have been more than Shane. You know, Shane was the least likable guy in no, the, whole, the, the whole group. So that was like an easy kill. Like, I think it would have been better to have a little bit more of a shock 
is has killed someone that's a little bit more important. Yeah, Ava. I think Ava would probably have been the the good one because yeah. the daughter had the more of the the future, True. and Frank right. spoke to and, her and you more, know like on that level. And that might have that might have pissed Frank off even more. Yeah. But his last words, uh, Shane. He said, "I love you, and I'm sorry for everything." And then, <laughs> you know what? That's kind of crappy, though. Because now the, the the wife is like, oh, what could have been if if I didn't push him to to get this divorce? You know, we wouldn't have been on a strip. Yeah, but or maybe that was his last dig. Like he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make her feel guilty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what what happens with her? And then right after this, this is when the gang shows up: Michael, Kenneth Williams, and his gang. And then they start fighting back, and they're getting ready to leave. He's like, "Don't worry, we get we'll hold down the fort here." And they're already getting ready to leave. And Shane's wife goes, I want to stay and fight. And you're like, that's pretty badass. They're like, we'll take care of her. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, you know, the scene re- kind of reminded me of Pulp Fiction when uh, the, the gimp scene. Yeah. And he gets all his guys coming here. Like when they, the way they barged in and like they, you know, they, you knew that it was, wasn't going to be pretty. No, hell yeah. And then they carjack the auctioneer lady. And he even says, like, I should shoot you right in the head or something. And then she starts running away. See, you know, like, he should have at least shot her in the leg or something. Why not? Yeah, she should. Just give her something. Yeah. Something. So, something to remember this night by. Like, what do I don't you, think she learned her lesson. What are you getting paid that you can live the rest of the year, the other 364 days, and, like, be able to, like, sleep at night? Like, oh, mom, how'd you get that $50,000 bonus? You're just an auctioneer on Sundays at antique shows. It's like, um, I was auctioning off people. <laughs> yeah, no. Ooh, right. what a lovely group we have today. It's like it's like a bunch of candlesticks that are from 1842. See, honestly, the wife should have killed her. That would have been a good little revenge. Yeah. So no. I feel like I feel I feel like the wife didn't get like even though she stayed, we didn't see her get her revenge for her husband. No, and it would have been good that, to see like, that. It would it would have been good to see her like, take a gun right away, shoot, kill someone, and be like, "I'm gonna stay with them." No, or like you know, like Frank lets this woman go, and then all of a sudden, as she's running, you see her get shot and fall, and it's the wife comes out and good. shoots her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get to the what really the like the crux of what this whole movie is about. Frank going to the house of the of a drunk driver. I think it was like three times the legal limit killed yeah. Frank's son. So yep. that's where Frank is. And the fact that Frank was there two weeks ago and he broke in and disabled the back door is wild. He's a he's a, he's a man of many talents. Man of many, yeah, former <laughs> security. But the fact that this like the way this house is covered with security, yeah, that yeah, there was no like camera on that and the fact that like he was able to to, to, to be able to, to get break that door yeah. you know to make him so i mean yeah and there's only but, five minutes left in the purge at this point is it really i didn't even sit a time so they had to rush a lot with this part but you know it it, would, it definitely made you think what he's doing because he was pretty violent you know like you know yelling at the wife you know, uh, yelling at the guy is sneaking in their bedroom. Like, you know, like I wasn't sure, you know, what was going to happen. Yeah. And this is um, where I wrote, like, obviously I liked his action parts, but then that's what I I wrote. Like, man, why is he not getting bigger roles? Like even in those like straight to 
Netflix movies or like Tubi or any of those like prime ones. Like, why isn't he in these roles? Like those movies that Bruce Willis was doing. And I know all those producers are going to get in trouble for like kind of taking advantage of him, like with what was going on in his head. Yep. But like those movies that I've seen a bunch of those yeah. that I actually sort of enjoy some of them. Like, yeah. Why isn't Frank in the starring roles? Because in this scene, like you said, how violent he was and like yeah. what he was saying to the wife and to the husband, like get on the ground, pulling the yeah. knife out and like, Oh, I've been trying to get him for the podcast. Oh. So I'm still, I'm still working on it. So well, yeah, hopefully, he, awesome hopefully he listens to a few minutes of this of us, like professing our uh, <laughs> like badass uh, love for him. But no, that whole scene. And then you see, what what do we get? The the Ava and everyone, and they were trying to say like you're better than this. And he walked out of the house, and he was didn't do it. Did you did you think he didn't do it, or I thought he might have like just maybe like shot him or shot his hand or something. I thought something. I thought he did something. I didn't think he killed him, but I thought he was like left him a mark. Yeah, no, I I didn't think he did anything, but I didn't expect the next part. Like I know that was that, that was pretty cool. That was, that was very that, unpredictable. The fact yeah. that he got lit up by the butcher or the big daddy. How did they find him? His plates. He said, "We've been on your tail the whole time" because they were close to him so many different times. So I guess. Okay. But he's a cop. He would know if someone's tailing him. Oh no no no! They said it in that part. They looked up his plates. And they oh, looked okay. at his oh, history. Pl- oh, his plates. I th- okay. No, no, his plates. They looked up his history and it and was easy. To- he would be there. Yeah, because of his son's death. They were okay. like, oh, it was okay. pretty easy to figure out where you'd be at the end of the night. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. But, okay. And then who saves his day? The guy who killed his son. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Hey, at least you could do. You kill my son. Okay. <laughs> See, now you, what would have made it better is he shot him after the purge. And he goes to jail for that. And that's now Frank. He saves Frank, but at the same time, Frank gets revenge because the guy goes to jail. Sort of, yeah. Because the guy, that's pretty good. Yeah. See? <laughs> and then here's the silliest part to me. So, right after this, they hear the, everybody hears like all the gunshots. So, like, uh, Ava, her daughter, run up. The military runs up. And they're all in like his kind of pointing gun standstill. And then, wow, wow, wow. The purge is over. And then they're like, all right, time to go home now. <laughs> do, do you think that, like, I mean, imagine, like, okay, you're you're even at the auction, you're hunting people, and then all of a sudden you just let them go home? Like, and what if you see them in the next day, like, at the grocery store? Yeah. The people that were hunting you, like, you know, you, like, hey, Bob, you know, hey, sorry you had your chance. Maybe next year, yeah. you know, you might get lucky. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought about. It was so funny that it was, like, went off, and it's like, all right, guys, we're done. And then it's like they go and, like, I almost killed you yesterday, man. I almost <laughs> killed you. And, and, they're, and, they're, and they're laughing at it like, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and then I just love how corny the drunk driver was. Like, uh, yeah, I have a car. I, 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 I can drive in the hospital. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> so the guy who murdered his son in that car. <gasps> yeah. Dude. That's even Yikes. crazy. Eesh. Well, Frank Frank was like in a coma at this point. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't even know. So he, he didn't know. They could tell him afterwards <laughs> of what uh, what kind of car it was. <laughs> but yeah, so and that's the end of the movie. That's where it ends right there. So that was The Purge Anarchy. Uh, it's a movie that we were like slated to do for a while. So I'm happy we finally got it out of the way. And uh, yeah, 
Let's go to Jamie. Would you recommend somebody to watch this movie? You know, <clears throat> when, when I first started the, uh, this podcast, I'm like, you know, I was a little bit more negative with it. Um, but the more we talk about Frank Grillo and his scenes, I think you, you ha- it, it's definitely worth watching. It's entertaining enough to watch his, you know, the fact that he's such a badass. So like, you know, if you take, if you take the, the, forget the storyline. Cause I don't like the storyline for this one, but I love the Frank Grillo parts. And it takes you back to the 90s action movies. And uh, I would say, you know, whether or not you're a Purge fan, like I said, I've only seen the first one and I don't remember it that much, but it's obviously very different. Um, I would say, yeah, I would say it's worth watching. All right. Yeah. And if you get Frank, we can do the next one, the Purge okay. election year. But no, I, I agree. Like, I I really enjoyed this movie. Like, uh, when I watched it before I interviewed can't think of his name right now. Uh, Jasper. But when I interviewed Jasper, I had to watch this movie and a bunch of other movies like Gru- McGruber that he's in. And and I just love this movie because I, I'm telling you, I really thought this was a gore fest kind of like, which is not that so I like. hate those movies. Just that when that's the point of the movie, when that's the only like redeeming quality is like, oh, lots of blood. Then it's not. I don't know. That's that, that's not for me. No, it's more suspense than anything, I guess. Yeah. So it's uh yeah, yeah, it's not it's not what I expected. And again, I don't think the first one was gory either. I think, you know, again, it was more of a suspense. Yeah, it was more like I think the first one was more like a home invasion sort of that's yeah, it what was. The, that's what they're doing, is like going after him. So that's why I like the concept of this one and the next one's kind of like that. Like from what I saw so far, I watched like the first thirty minutes. I'd say definitely like uh check it out, Frank Grillo guy really needs to uh i don't know how old he is he's probably gonna be in his 50s he can still do it oh no yeah bronson was doing it mid-60s yeah. man uh yeah, stallone's just, still doing it stallone, eh. he's doing it <laughs> well he's trying to do it the tulsa <laughs> the tulsa one's gonna be better than the superhero one uh well yeah the superhero one was not good um it's a kid's movie so yeah. i mean if you're a kid you'll enjoy it so I don't know if a lot of kids are listening, but if you have kids, please tell them about that one. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so the next sequel that we're going to be covering is Return of the Killer Tomatoes, and for that one, Jamie got a really cool guy because at first it was just like we want to do one of these Killer Tomato movies, so he got the guy that was a cinematographer. And you're like, wow, that's so cool, and he also worked on like a ton of other movies, like The Water Boy, doing camera work. He just worked on Cobra Kai. Walking Dead, like so many of these shows. I'm like, wow, this is really cool because of the movie end. And then I put on my sports loving hat. He was like big in NFL films. He won an Emmy, like a sports Emmy. And uh, yeah, he lived in Morristown uh, like for a while, like uh, when he was working in NFL films in Jersey. So it's pretty cool, cool talking about that and talking about, uh, man, Return of the Killer, a movie that is like, again, a, a thing that he loves and loved talking about great stories about working with Clooney, a scene in the movie. Cause they were kind of writing it while they went uh, a scene from the movie that really it was stolen by Wayne's world years later, same kind of scene with George Clooney. So uh, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that's going to be an interesting one. Another, uh, our second uh, John Aston movie, Team Wolf 2 and now this. So that should be a lot. He's, of- the, he's the best. Oh, he's the best. One of the best ever. So, yeah. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. And don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys.